TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we transition from the drama at the airport for Daryl Thompson, Mike Grimm, Jim Rich, Andy Greeter to talk in Minnesota Vikings training camp with Dame Mizzitani. From the St. Paul Pioneer Press, he's joining us now on the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline. What's going on, Dane? Not too much, Lake. How are you? I'm good. Did you hear that that prior segment? Did you hear the drama that's going on in the Indianapolis airport? No. What's the deal? So, so those guys. So I just mentioned Daryl Thompson, mm-hmm. um, Andy Greeter, your your colleague, uh, Jim Rich from Fox Nine, his photog, uh, Sean Skinner. And mm-hmm. who else? I'm blanking on somebody else. And, and Mike Grimm. And Mike Grimm, the voice of the Gophers. They are yep. all trapped at the airport there in Indianapolis. They were scheduled to fly out of Indianapolis to come back here from uh, from Big Ten Media Day at 7.15. And it's been delayed, delayed, delayed. They got on the plane. They were on the plane. Then the plane started to, you know, you know have some smoke. Then they sent, like, fire what? trucks. They had to get off the plane. They had to grab their luggage. And so now they're hoping to get out and be back home by a little after midnight, hopefully. Oh, my God. Isn't that yeah, crazy? I that. I, nothing worse than, than travel delays, man. Nothing worse. That is crazy, man. Well, nothing worse than that, but something that we all uh, are loving is the fact that Minnesota Viking football in the National Football League is back Training camp has kicked off for all teams, and you have been at TCO Performance Center here uh, checking out just the the early remnants of what's taking place there. Um, let's start with this. I want to to hear from you. Maybe the initial meeting with the media via Kevin O'Connell, and maybe from Quasi. What what was the feel in some of the things that they touched on and talked about as we break camp here? Yeah, start I camp. Think- it, it's interesting because it's it's felt like these two have been such a big part of the the team for so long, but really this is when it gets real, right? Like they got hired, you know, back in the winter, and we got through spring. And, you know, summer's here and fall is coming. This is when things really get real. And so, like, I think that was the most interesting thing, to hear their excitement. You know, everyone's back in the building. You know, 
this has been building ever since those two took over, you know, the program here with the Vikings. Um, but I think overall, the, the thing I've been really drawn to or interested in is, you know, how is the team going to react in the post Zimmer era, right? Like it feels like for however long this is going to last, it's going to be O'Connell and, and how did he do it different than Zimmer? Um, but just early impressions and we're only a day in this, this thing has a long ways to go before, you know, the September 11th season opener against the Packers, but the joy is back in the building and talking to people within the Vikings organization. And that wasn't always the case last year. So I think that's a great starting point. We talked to Daniel Hunter today. He said, I just feel like I can play more free. And obviously he's dealt with his injuries in the past, but I don't think it's a surprise or, you know, a secret that, that things got messy towards the end there. And, and it wasn't just in the defense. It wasn't just with the offense. Um, I think the fresh start all around um, and listening to Quasey and listening to Kevin O'Connell talk about that um, has something that, that has me excited to cover the team, and I think it should have Vikings fans excited to follow the team. Where is he physically? Because Daniil, when you look at him, he is like one of the most shredded, ripped, mm-hmm. like muscular human beings that you'll ever see in your lifetime. <laughs> but but with, seriously, it, it just it's insane how he's rocked up, man. But where is he at in terms of um, being back from all of the injuries? Hey, Daniil's just trying to keep up with you, Lake. That's like we all <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm try- in my in my wildest imagination. I couldn't be Daniil Hunter. <laughs> no, but he's uh he's good. He's, he's full go. And I think that's something that it, it sounds very simplistic on the surface, right? Like, but that, that, that's a big deal that the Neil Hunter is full go to the start of training camp. Uh, we haven't had that in a couple of years. You know, he's, he's dealt with the neck injury. He's dealt with the pec injury. Like the fact that he's back full strength and, and, and listening to him talk today, it's just about the excitement of, of playing football and not, okay, how are you feeling? Or, you know, how's the pec feel? How's the neck feel? You know, like how we were talking the past couple of years, the fact that he's just talking about, yeah, now I get to stand up and rush off the edge with this, this is Darius Smith opposite me on the other side. Let's go make some noise. Like that, to me, is the biggest indication that, yeah, he's ready. He's healthy. Um, he's 100% ready to go. Um, and if those two, you know, with, with the Neil Hunter, who we obviously know what he can do, and Zadarius Smith, who wreaked havoc on the Vikings when he was wearing a Packer uniform, if those two are both healthy, and that's not a guarantee because they've, they've both dealt with injuries in the past couple of seasons and over the course of their career, but if they're very, very healthy this year, the Vikings are going to be very, very tough on defense because for everything that a defense lacks, a solid pass rush can make up for a lot of those weaknesses or can at least cover them up you know, on a game-to-game basis. So to hear the fact that Daniil is healthy, to hear the fact that Darius Smith is healthy, um, I think it bodes well for the Vikings moving forward. <clears throat> Talking to Dane Mizzitani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press here on Lake Night on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830-WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Dane Mizzitani. All right, so now the guy's making $1.8 million this season. He's still playing on his rookie deal, but everybody knows that Justin Jefferson is the man, and we know that Justin Jefferson – is going to be rich. We know because he's <laughs> he's earning a massive payday. What 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 are people thinking and saying about what they think that they're going to get out of Justin Jefferson this season? Yeah, I think he's just listening to him talk today, and you're just so impressed with that kid, right? Like he the way he conducts himself. Obviously, the talent speaks for himself, but you know that there are 
people in the league or I think people in the position that Justin Jefferson is in that would, would say, look, I saw all these receivers getting money this year. I'm holding out. Like, extend me right now because uh, I deserve to be making more. I think everyone agrees that Justin Jefferson is, is the best bargain in the league right now because of how talented he is at the position. But the thing that impresses me is he just wants to go play ball. Like, he, he, he talked to us today and said, you know, what's the motive? We asked, what's the motivation going into this season? He said that I'm not the best receiver in the league, at least externally. Like, he is not viewed as the best receiver in the league, you know, by the critics or in his eyes or on, on, on by the masses. And that's something he wants to change. And I think it's, it's that thing that if you take care of your business, like everything else will work out. It, Justin Jefferson, like, seems to live by that motto. Like, he... He he had a funny line today. I'm not too fond of money. Like, well, he's probably gonna be pretty fond of money when he gets that paycheck <laughs> next year. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, I I wonder if his agent had something to say. Like, yo, Justin, we can't be saying we don't want money. We're gonna be going for it here um, next off season. Um, but I think I truly believe like ball comes first for him, and you know all the other things that come along with it. You know that's great. But this this guy just wants to play football. He wants to be the best. Uh, he's well on his way to becoming it. You know, I would argue that he might already be one of, if not the best receiver in the league, just with what he can do from the slot on the outside, route running, you know, ball, spectacular catchability, you know, all of that. Like, he, is there anyone that does it better than him? Maybe he does it as well as other people, but he's right. Like nationally, he's not viewed as the best receiver in the league. I think that could change this year. Um, we saw what Cooper Cup did in the Los Angeles Rams offense that has to have Justin Jefferson salivating for this year. I think the top three are Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, and Justin Jefferson. I think that those are the top three. And he's definitely, like, I think I think at the end of the season, he most likely will be the best receiver in the league. Still got to prove it, but, man, this guy has a world of talent. But with that being said, and everybody has high hopes for Justin Jefferson, everybody thinks he's going to take the next step and go to the next level. I believe that. What does that mean for Dalvin Cook? I mean, is Dalvin Cook going to get less touches this year? I don't know. See, like, we talked to Dalvin yesterday, and I think this might be, like, it's obviously, like, the team being coy about the how they're going to use Dalvin Cook um, because we're like, Dalvin, how are you going to be used in this new offense? Um, you're, like, a spectacular weapon to be to use. Like, how, how are you going to be used? And he said, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, like what? You went through all the spring workouts and you don't know how they're going to use you? So I think it's keeping the, you know, the cards close to the vest. I don't know if – I guess inherently Justin Jefferson's rise could take some touches away from, from Dalvin Cook um, just because the ball – you can only – there's only so many touches to go around, right? So if Justin's getting, you know, 150 catches this year, that's probably going to take some some – touches away from Dalvin Cook that being said like I don't know if that's a bad thing because with running backs you don't want them to necessarily have the 25 30 carries a game we've seen how guys can wear down and and especially with a guy like Dalvin Cook like if you can get him 15 20 carries a game but also get him the ball out in space you know by throwing a screen or throwing a swing pass and things of that nature to get him additional touches in the receiving game um, I think he's able to use his, his skills and his dynamic abilities like that, you know, on a whole nother level than just, you know, handing him the ball in the backfield. So maybe we'll see his carries go down. Maybe we'll see his rushing touchdowns go down. 
Um, but I think overall, as far as all-purpose yards and you know, if you combine the rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns, I think he's still going to be an elite talent in the league. Um, maybe guys will rush for more yards. Maybe guys will rush for more touchdowns. Um, but as far as impact goes, uh, I think Dalvin will be right there at the top. Talking to Dame Mizzitani, St. Paul Pioneer Press. He's joining us here on Lake Night on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830-WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Dame Mizzitani. But check out his fine work for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. All right, um, any Cousins reactions so far the first couple of days of training camp? Nothing really. It's, it's been pretty uh, pretty quiet. He hasn't talked yet, so he's supposed to talk tomorrow. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, I think Quasey talked to USA Today, and there were some quotes circulating about, yeah, it, it did kind of seem like just kind of inflated drama. Like, I don't, I think Quasey is all 100% behind Kirk. And if people picked certain quotes out of that article without reading the full context, it might sound like, you know, there was a quote like, Kirk Cousins isn't Patrick Mahomes, isn't Tom Brady. Like, well, duh. Like, everyone knows that. That doesn't mean Quasey's not on board with Kirk Cousins. So, uh, you know, I think that that drama is always going to exist with within, you know, Kirk Cousins is such a polarizing figure across the league, especially in the market. Um, but as far as I'm concerned right now, it's all cool. Like, we'll see what he says has to say tomorrow. I'm sure he'll be asked about those quotes that surfaced in the USA Today article. Um, you know, I, I've I've been a critic of Kirk Cousins throughout his tenure here, but the fact of the matter is, like, Whatever people want the Vikings to do at the quarterback position this offseason, Kirk Cousins probably gives them the best chance to be, you know, a, a contending talent in the league this year. Um, I, I know people wanted it, – it's, it's really easy to have thoughts of, like, let's make a change at the quarterback position. You know, this this young guy's coming up. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. He can, he can throw the ball. He can make throws. You know, say what you want about how – he performs in primetime games here and there sometimes. But as far as making the throws that need to be made to Justin Jefferson, like we talked about, to Adam Thielen, who I think people are starting to forget about, uh, to Irv Smith, who looks you know ready to go this year, I don't know if there was a better option that the Vikings were going to bring in this offseason. So I'll be interested what he has to say tomorrow, um, but no drama going on right now. Um, and I think winning takes care of itself. If Kirk Cousins continues to win, then people are going to really like him. Here. All right, last question for you, and, and it's – Dane, I don't know what to expect out of Irv Smith Jr. Like, we've we barely seen him play at all, and this guy was highly coveted come out, coming out of Alabama. What are the expectations for the Vikings for Irv Smith Jr.? Yeah, I think it, he's so interesting. You're right. Like, we don't know what, what Irv Smith can really do because we've never seen it, right? Like, he, he was behind Kyle Rudolph for those two years, and then last year he was – had a great training camp and looked poised to break out. And then he, he suffers the knee injury and gets the surgery and misses the whole year. Uh, but I think the way everyone talks about Irv, the way he was talked about last year before suffering the knee injury, the way he's been talked about throughout his recovery process throughout this off season and hearing his teammates talk about him today, listening to him talk today as well. Like there's a ton of confidence from him and, and I think his teammates feel the same way. Like, he can be an X factor in this offense. Um, he has the speed, and he's a huge body that, that is a mismatch for, you know, he's too big for safeties and too fast for linebackers. Um, it's the prototypical, like, tight end mismatch that you want in, in the modern-day NFL. Like, Irv Smith has that in, in his bag. 
he's also becoming a better blocker. He's really embraced that. Um, I'm just interested to see how the knee responds. Um, if, if you can run against routes against air and OTAs and, you know, against teammates when they're, when they're fully padded up, but it's different playing in the game. And I think it's different to trust a knee playing in a game. I think it's different to trust a knee when an opposing team is going low and hitting you. So I think expectations should be not necessarily tempered because I think if he's healthy, he's going to be, you know, a stud, but like, how long is it going to take him to feel fully comfortable? Like, that's what I'm curious. That's why I think the preseason games will be big. I think even the joint practices with, with the 49ers later this month will be big um, because we got to see Ervin in game action. We haven't seen it in <laughs> darn near a year and a half. So exactly. uh, I'm interested, um, but I think if, if, if the health is right, like, look out. Like, there's a reason people think this offense can be, can be special this year, and he, he's a reason. He's a, you know, he's a part of that. Hey, Dane, I appreciate the time, my man. Uh, take care, and hopefully maybe we can connect this weekend, man. I'm around. Like like my, my guy Jada Kiss says, this Friday night, I'm outside. I don't have to work <laughs> on Friday night. I'm outside. All right, let's do it. Let's All do right. it. <laughs> All right, that's Dane Bizzatani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press joining us here on the John Schuster Cole Baker Hotline. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.